Hey, it's Coach EJ, the brand. And Coach Aaron, the source. Aaron, hello, hello today. We have a good subject that's been coming on, and that's, you know, it's it's the fall. We're getting back in the fall. The summer's kind of ending. We're getting closer to the fall, Aaron. And these athletes have come in from summer ball or summer basketball leagues, track and fields. A lot of stuff's going on. And uh, a good subject is, you know, we're going to work on our weaknesses now. We, we, we've already went through that summer season, Aaron, and we saw where we, you know, we maybe had some shortcomings and we had some successes, but we need to keep on improving. So it's time to, to work on those things that could grow us a little bit more in this upcoming uh, season. Yeah, I, you know, I would say for those who are just starting their off-season programs or, or just thinking about their off-season programs, this is the time for maybe some analysis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously looking back and saying, hey, what went right, what went wrong over the past season? And now is there anything or any things that we want to measure to see where we're at now as kind of a benchmark? for um, some of our, our, our future training. Right. So, you know, identifying weaknesses is definitely part of that. You know, as, as, a, as a guys and gals who come back from uh, all their summer activities, I think it's really important for them to, you know, you said analysis, take a, uh, a list, uh, make a list of some things that they've done well. First of all, we need to concentrate on that positive. What did we do well, okay? And how do we get better? That's the next thing is how do we get better to move forward, like you said, Aaron. And I think it's important for athletes as they start their uh, fall uh, venture here is really kind of focus on, you know, Aaron, and this is kind of interesting. I don't see a lot of athletes these days work on their mental stuff. I see the physical stuff coming out, you know, okay, I need to do this physically. But you've got to learn how to train and get prepared for your workouts before you start them. And I think a lot of times athletes just walk in and are they focused on getting better? The amount of concentration they need to have to get better is energy. And that energy is kind of like, you know, are you going through the motions? Are you really focusing and mentally preparing yourself to get better? So the first thing, Aaron, I think is mentally get better before you start your workouts. Right. Well, and I think identifying what you want to accomplish and and obviously tackling those weaknesses will help you focus on that. It gives you a focus area. You know that, hey, you know what? My 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 bat speed wasn't up this year. It was kind of a problem or uh, my endurance and my running wasn't that great or my quickness, my first step quickness. Well, if you identify those weaknesses, now it does give you a focal point when you start to train. Just to kind of go back a step to mention something we always talk about, which is journaling. And if you're journaling, it's very easy for you to go back and look at your season and see the comments that you've made and now get a clear picture on what your issues were and what your successes, you know, what your strengths and your weaknesses were. So I think the journaling, even though we, we talk about a lot, most athletes don't do it. It, right. it is actually pretty powerful. And that's one reason why you do it because it actually gives you those, that real time opinion, at least your self opinion of where you're at, what you're doing. And you can refer back to that. And now you actually see what was happening and it's not clouded by recent failures or recent successes. It's pretty objective. What they, 
Um, and I, every time we talk about Jonah, I always think about right. oh, the whole Trump thing and the, <laughs> and the guy, the FBI guy who took the, what they call it? Uh, copious notes. You know? Copious notes. <laughs> copious notes. Because, you know, those are your thoughts at the time. Right. And they're fresh in your mind, but they do give you a clear picture, a reference point of what was going on at that time. So take those copious notes and, you know, on a regular basis, which I is your journal. And I think that gives you a, probably a pretty objective a reflection on where you're at. And then you can look and see true, uh, true strengths, true weaknesses and move on from there. So a little bit of a sidetrack, but I, I did want to mention that. I like that. The third thing I, I, I like to talk about, Aaron, and this is something I think athletes don't do enough, and this is called, it goes back to what we've said previously about management. And I think the, the player needs to check in with their coach in that oh. sport that they're playing and say, hey, listen, you know, what did you see that I needed to improve on? Okay, right. so they get those notes. Right. Then they come back to you, the port, uh, sports performance trainer, and or me, us together, working together and saying, okay, this is what your coach said. Let's let's have a plan and let's go forward. Okay, so when right. we work on your weaknesses, you know, we talk to your coach and they come back and give the notes to us. And now it seems like we're moving forward rather than spinning our wheels on something that, you know, we've said in the previous years or things that, you know, are two years or three years ago, we're not spinning our wheels. We're being point specific right. on a area that we need to improve on. Right. Yeah. Well, again, it, it's about having that team of individuals that are working with you and communicating and getting feedback from all sides and using that information to move forward versus kind of just going on that gut feeling. And so all of these parts, you know, your own self-reflections, your um, critiques from your coaches and your trainers, all plays a part on how to move forward. And again, identifying those weaknesses. Um, and, and once you identify those weaknesses, you gotta, you gotta plan a course. Um, to improve them. And you've also got to maybe figure out, hey, what are some realistic improvements? You know, you just don't want to say, okay, well, I ran, you know, 11 seconds in the 100, now I'm going to run 10.5. It's a pretty big jump. <laughs> but you might say, hey, you know what? Okay, this next season I want to run 10.8, that sort of thing. Or maybe you're working on your pitching velocity, okay? No, I probably can't get 10 miles an hour, but I can get four those sorts of things and so you start to set those incremental goals that help to improve the the weakness over time so i think that's maybe a fit a way to attack the physical uh aspect of your other weaknesses you know aaron and i want to kind of get off on subject here for a second because you mentioned something one is that, you know, you and I are involved in baseball a lot, and we've got pitchers that want to throw harder, and we've got hitters that want to have, you know, faster exit velocity, so when they see that. So when we talk about improvement over a period of time for a pitcher, for instance, say like they're coming into the fall, say like a player was throwing like 80, and this kind of leads into your uh, Top Gun program that's mm -hmm. been successful all these years, over 20 years, if I'm right, Aaron. Yeah. And, you know, guys come in and say, you know, how do I get better? You know, I want to improve. And, you know, 
what's your thoughts on, you know, kind of like these increments? Cause this is coming up. Your Top Gun program, man, is successful, man. I've seen guys take big jumps. I've been there in the in the in the in the in the gym with you watching that stuff happen. I've seen it live and I've seen these guys in the summer, this past summer, make huge jumps. And you know, you know, what 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 do you see over that, you know, at four to six, seven month period when you're doing the Top Gun program, you know, miles per hour for these guys, you know, over at, you know, these these increments. What do you right. what do you see? Well, I mean, it, it, it'll vary. And a program is, on, is only as good as the athlete's engagement in it. Right. And so, you know, I'll have kids in the program where it'll run the gamut. On average, we get three to four miles an hour. Right. But I've had some kids get seven. I had two kids last year, two kids last year get seven. I've had kids even get 10, but that's not something that's gonna happen for everyone. Right. Because there's a lot of different factors that go into play. But engagement in the program and how you attack a program, whether it's my program, whether it's over at you know one of the other facilities or whether it's one of these online ones, it really comes down to training with intent. And that's the secret sauce really to all of these programs. And a lot of them allow an athlete to lock in and really, if they're smart, voraciously absorb everything that's going on. And that ends up being the the end result for them. But it's like any other thing, you you know, you get in what you get out, or you get out what you get in, what you put in. Right. And so the onus is always on the athlete to make whatever program because, and there's a lot of programs out there and you can say, well, you know, this one's better than this one and this one, right. or this, you know, but you know, most of the time, as long as they don't get you hurt, oh. they've got some strong foundations of how they're doing things and they're not reckless. You can see some improvement with any program right. and but again, it, it requires the athlete to kind of really dial in and be intent and intense with their training. I like that, man. Intent and intense with your training. I think those are um, those are words that young athletes now are hearing a lot of, and you use those very wisely. Intent, you know, and intense with your uh, workouts. I love the word that you say, engagement and how the athletes need to be engaged in the process. You know, Aaron, it's, this brings me back to something, you know, we work on our weaknesses and I was out on the field yesterday with my my crew, my eighth grade crew, and and I was going over fundamentals. I told them right from the beginning, I said, guys, we're going back to spring training. Let's see if we can sharpen our skills on all these areas. So, you know, whether it was throwing, uh, catching a fly ball, catching a ground ball, let's let's perform that task at a high level with intent and with the ability to do it to the best of our ability and do every step correctly and that even started with what i call training you know people say oh stretching and we're getting warmed up you know i I learned this from you years ago this is part of our training you know this is training right now We're, we're teaching the body how to move and when we start to train with our exercises to get our body into a better place to move actively um then we're good so i I love what you said about this intent and your engagement to uh to move forward here i love that 
Yeah, well, it's a mindset. You know, if, if you're saying, hey, th this is, you know, I'm going to practice, I'm going to work out. Right. Well, then everything involved in that should have intent, you know, and, and you should get some kind of payback from it. That's my opinion. So your warm up, there should be some kind of payback. I design warm ups so that they improve the athlete. It's not just to warm you up, right. you know. And and so yeah, I'm gonna want that done at a certain intensity, and I'm gonna want a certain level of engagement in it. So you're not gonna just kind of float through it. You're not gonna just shoot the shit with your friends while you're doing right. You know, you're not because this is part of what's making you better. Um, so again, it's just you know, it's just how my approach and and how I like to do things because I'm big on efficiency. I know I don't have athletes for a long period of time. Right. And every minute needs to, to matter, you know, in my instance. Most kids, I don't have five days a week, six days a week. So I got to do it in two or three days. Um, but again, going back to the, the whole weaknesses thing. Right. And you mentioned, you know, in baseball that, you know, you've got the five tools and then, and, and, you know, obviously you got the intangible six tool. Um, I definitely want to see athletes improve their weaknesses. But sometimes weaknesses can only be improved so much. So it doesn't mean just focus on the weaknesses. You still got to focus on your strengths because you still want your strengths to get better as well. Right. Uh, you just don't want your weaknesses to be a deficit. In other words, you don't want them to, to hurt you so much that you're, do you know what I'm saying? That they yes, are your strengths. Right, right. So, you know, there, there's certain things that, for instance, for me, I was more of a, 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 a track athlete, a, a sprinter who was really more speed based. Okay. Not necessarily, I wasn't the most endurance based guy. So, yes, I had to have my, I had to work on my endurance so it wasn't a detriment to my speed. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh, I don't always try to improve my speed. Right. So, right. I, I want athletes to think in those terms because I was never going to be that you know turn myself into this huge endurance guy no, you know, right. that just wasn't my makeup and that right. just wasn't uh my technique or whatever the case may be that wasn't my model as an athlete okay but i could make it better so that it wasn't a detriment to my strengths and that's kind of what i want people to understand is to have that balance and have that global view of their abilities when they're talking about attacking their weaknesses right hey well said aaron and that that kind of concludes what we want to talk about we've gone over you know six really great points and i love what you said at the end about that global view rather than such a local view so great great stuff hey people out there this is coach ej the brand and coach aaron the source uh be sure to follow us on um, social media I can never remember my my handle, but anyway, <laughs> look it up. Look up EJ. Uh, we've got some good things coming up. Uh, again, we're going to do a series called um, Champions Are Built. Champions uh, are built. Series that's going to delve into, you know, what does it take to be a champion? And we're going to talk to a lot of different athletes from different sports and coaches and really get an ideal of, hey, what's the path that these people have taken to success? And I think it'll be good for um, people to listen in, see if their path is similar, sounds the same, 
maybe it's a path that they can take, uh, some nuggets of knowledge. And I think it's it can be pretty powerful for those who are engaged and want the information. Outstanding, man. Hey, we'll check you out later, people. See ya. Thank you.